You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberdeau trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Morning. It's Monday. It's the Big Show. Russell and Rose Sportsnet 960 to fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. They're back. Finally. The Flames play tonight at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. And then they don't play till Thursday. But whatever. It's a Flames game night right here on Sportsnet 960 to fan. Puck drop just after 5 p.m. They're finally back. You had to choke down the NHL All-Star Weekend. You had to watch some of that Pro Bowl yesterday. Um, no. Um, maybe some what? golf. <laughs> In the rain and the yeah. wind. I know. I know. I would imagine you guys here and a lot of our listeners watched the Grammys last night. Woof. Yeah, I, uh... Like, the better half actually loves those award shows. Yeah. And we were watching TV and an ad came on. I was like, babe, did you know the Grammys are tonight? She's like, meh. Yeah, I, uh... Even if it's not registering with that audience... Yeah. I watched about, literally about seven minutes of the Grammys last night. What what did you see, I I saw the Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson performance. (laughs) Smokey Robinson looks like a monster with all the... That's plastic, man. No, like he... How old is he? Is he 103? He's in his like late 70s. No, well, I think he's older than that, Patrick. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's older than that. God bless him for still being spry. 82. That's right, what right. I mean. Dude's 82. He looks uh, smooth. That's for sure. That... I would use the word synthetic, and but okay. I saw a picture of Shania Twain. I didn't really recognize her. Mm. I didn't realize that was Shania Twain. Well, <laughs> time's undefeated, well, George. <laughs> no, my favorite is Madonna now. I haven't, like, Madonna couldn't win a Madonna lookalike contest anymore. <laughs> what? Like, that's... That's too bad. No, but, How like... How might he have fallen? No, but it's, like... Plastic surgery's a... You gotta dial it back sometimes a little bit, you know. Yeah, okay I've never had it gracefully. I, I don't and know, I know if it's being like... the the crushing pressures of being in the public spotlight. I understand all of that, but oh boy, I wonder if it's like a tattoo. That's how I feel about the Grammys. Okay. Here's that champagne you ordered, Mister Simpson. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Here. Wow, an award statue! <laughs> oh, it's a Grammy. <laughs> Hey, don't throw your garbage down here. <laughs> wow, well done, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, so that was on last night. And I love how we get uh, we, we get like company emails on like the highlights of the Grammys last night. Did we? Yeah. I don't know if I got one. I don't think I got one. You didn't get, you didn't, no. You're not on that list? No. For some reason, I am. You must be on like a city news list yeah, or maybe. something like that. Yeah, probably. Because uh, chances are uh, maybe at Star they're talking about it today. Yeah, I'd assume so. Maybe Jack? Uh, 
maybe eh. 660 is talking about it i'm sure it's entertainment at least a minute or yeah, two of us hour. not so much no no that's probably about it and it just goes to show how old i am and how old you guys are getting now that even you don't recognize a lot of the artists and the I, I saw Bonnie Raitt one song of the year, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, Bonnie Raitt. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So yeah. Well, right she's, on. A, she's an old, yeah, uh, an old country, Come on. country singer and bluegrass type stuff. But yeah, yeah. let's give him something to talk about. Um, it's good. It's good, too. I haven't even looked at the lists. Yeah, it's okay. Nobody I might cares do, about I might do a little peruse. Maybe see if anything piques my interest. Um, Played soccer yesterday. You did, you. You were looking time. rather svelte. Yeah, played soccer again yesterday, and uh, I got a well, I got a couple takeaways. Okay, good. Like I, I, I'm what what I'm glad about is I don't think anybody on my team knows that I host this show, and then I talk about the team. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a plus so far. But we played a match yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, at the Trifecta Sports Center. I think that's what it's called. Sure. But it's actually not called that. It's actually something else, something skill center on the building. I have no it's idea. It's very confusing. That's The field's actually heated, which is kind of nice. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. You can play any time and of you year. Play, and it's a really small, you play four on four, right? Okay. So uh, we have a, our goalkeeper. He doesn't really know the rules that well. Well, last time it wasn't the rules. It was more the technique that was an yeah. issue. So the guy who played in the second half played the full game yesterday. Bless his heart. Um, he's not very good. And it was a little frustrating him, like, trying to make a pass, and then he passes it directly to the other team who scores. Mm. But here's my issue. Uh, we got whipped 11-4. to four. Oh, boy. That's a lot of goals for soccer. Yeah, a lot of goals. Uh, I did Whoa. score, though. You I did scored. score. Good so I, I, felt, you... I actually felt good about myself because, essentially, hey, if we're going to get crushed like that, at least I found the back of the net on a nice shot. Yeah, you got your cookies. Yeah, I did. And, you know... I have one question, though. Yeah. Did you sell it hard? No. Oh. I just high-fived the guys around me. Oh. Well, so, uh, played yesterday, and then this is supposed to be, I cannot stress this enough, this league is supposed to be over 35, like, you have, you know, you're, you're decent to terrible. That's essentially what the <laughs> description was in the league, right? Mm-hmm. So, we played this team yesterday with a couple guys who, especially the one guy, Clearly has played soccer at a very high level. It's like, yeah, way to go, bud. Come out here and murder these teams who can barely string two passes together. So I got a little heated last night, and I had to dial it back a little bit. Here's why. So the one guy on their team um, was wearing like a Vancouver Whitecaps um, shirt, which was already frustrating to begin because who likes the Whitecaps? So anyway... (laughs) What an inconsequential <laughs> franchise in the MLS. By the way, the MLS is a giant pyramid scheme, but we're not going to get into that right now. Franchises worth $300 million. Are you kidding me? Have some goji berries while you're at it. Okay, so <laughs> so playing soccer yesterday, and this guy, they're up like 9-3. to three, mm-hmm. And this guy absolutely... Tattoos a shot from like four feet away that beats our goalie. Like if he hits him in the face, guaranteed broken nose. <laughs> so I tell the ref, who's just literally on the sideline, just doesn't even move and just blows a whistle occasionally. I go, hey ref, tell the superstar over there to dial it back a little bit. They're up nine to three, and he's hammering shots at our goalie. 
He's like, okay, man. Yeah. Did he really stop? Not really. No. And then they had this other tall French gentleman who like was thinking he was Zidane out there, this big, bald French gentleman. And he was trying to make all these plays when they're like up 11 to four in the dying seconds, trying to kick the ball. So he does this move where he's got his back turned, kicks the ball, hits our defender right in the face up 11 to four, making a play never should have when the game was well in hand. Yeah. Now, was I wrong to get upset at the superstar guy who's playing in a league he has no business belonging to, hammering a bunch of misfits who are terrible at soccer? Like, am I wrong to get upset about that? No, I get upset about this type of stuff all the time. We had it in our slow pitch league. We had uh, we were a team of beginners this year, co-ed team, and and uh, we would we had one team in particular that had this one dude at shortstop that we could not get a single ball past, and he went yard on our pitcher every single time he came up to bat, and just. So, like, he was A-Rod, Seattle Mariners A-Rod? And they were crushing us by, like, 15 runs. And every inning, he still trots out to shortstop. Three up, three down, bing, bing, bing. And it was like, okay, settle down, buddy. Yeah. We, we all get it. He's wearing the full the full kit, the full uniform. In slow pitch. Co-ed slow pitch. On a Sunday afternoon. He's wearing even the pants? Yep. Real sweat. He had the hair kicking out the back of his hat. I was, was not a big Bo fan. Bichette? Were you playing against Bo Bichette? He was. Well, then again, Bo Bichette's BS not really Bichette, the greatest. I'll tell you that at, for free. Bo Bichette really isn't the greatest defensive shortstop. Well, I'm but sure Bo Bichette would look fine in this caliber of player. I'll yeah. tell you that for free. So, uh, Patrick, am I am I offside because I wanted to maybe step on the guy's uh, foot no. or like drop the Serbian shoulder into his chin? No. Does that make me? It's it's just like you're up big. It's getting like you don't need to. No, we're just having fun here. No, but you don't understand. This was like a circa 1989 Al McKinnis slap yeah, shot no. from two feet away on our poor goalie who doesn't even know whether to pick it up or kick it when the ball's kicked to him <laughs> because <laughs> that's how he doesn't know the rules. Did you say anything to the guy? I said something to the ref to say something to him. Oh, these referees, we know at these uh, co-leagues. So next time not the we greatest. play them, and if he does something. I'm accidentally on purpose. Might have to drop the shoulder a little bit. Hey, whatever you got to do, put these guys in their place. Because that's just, I can't stand glory again, days. Again, I can't stand I, them. I can't stress this enough. This is a league that specifically says you know average to below average skill level, Ugh. and this guy was like messy out there compared to everyone else. Yeah, no thanks. Like he's dangling around everybody, like handling the ball. Like he's some sort of professional or played at a very high level, and he's beating a bunch of misfit schlubs who have like like men in their fifties playing to, on the team, trying to be active. That's all we're trying to do. Here's the thing: uh, the one time that I I know that you know when you're playing beer league and stuff like that, early on in a season, sometimes there's a team who joins a league and they're like, "Well, let's let's not go too high in a division because we're gonna get rolled." Yeah. Because I've done that before when we joined beer league for the very first time like a decade ago, and we thought we were gonna be great. We joined like a, a mid to top division and we got smoked every single time. So we've joined smaller, and then you get moved up as as the weeks go on. But nevertheless, that doesn't excuse the actions late in the game when you're already up. Like, I'd like to see a little bit more sportsmanship. Let everybody get a touch. Let things just, like, it's, it's beer yeah, league. And, Relax, dude. Yeah, and they had, and they had like, a few extra subs. 
And these two of their better players were playing the majority of the second half, especially the last 10 minutes, trying to get trying to get a few more goals here. Got to pad the stats. And it was really frustrating. Like I, I had to I had to breathe. I had to just calm down a little bit. And uh, on the plus side, um, our captain, um, he did call me uh, George this time, not Bruce. That's good. So he did figure out. See, th- see, this is our problem, too. Our captain, South African. Not the not the soccer on bed you think it is. So I thought he was maybe some sort of no. Um he is uh here his ankle too at oh. the end of the match. And uh his buddy, uh older gentleman too, two older gentlemen. Yeah, they like to stay on for like eight to ten minutes at yeah, a time. Long shifts. So like that you can have this is like a sort of semi co ed league. Mm-hmm. So uh the girl I was switching with, we were two on, two off. So the guy's like, he wants to come on. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not with me. I switch only with yeah. her. Because the other two older guys were taking like 10-minute shifts at a time. So I'm like, nope. But yeah, uh, we got whipped. And uh, we got two weeks off now because of family day in the Super Bowl. Good for you. Get some time to maybe get a couple practices in. Are yeah. you, you going to do a couple informal workouts, George, no. where you get the team God, together? No. God, uh, no. No? no. Okay. But at least I got my sweat on yesterday. So that was a plus. Got my sweat on yesterday. Nice. Um, on. We have a uh, an interesting show. Um, Charles Davis, NFL analyst, CBS Sports at the top of the hour. Preview Super Bowl 57. Let's go. Um, Eagles and Chiefs. He'll join us at 7. Uh, later on in the program, too, Corey Sarich. We haven't had him on the show yet, right? I don't believe so. No, we have not. This incarnation, we have not. Okay, Flames alumni, uh, former NHLer, Flames analyst for Sportsnet. At 8 o'clock, the Flames are finally back tonight after their nine-day layoff. Um, it's an exciting week here on the big show with Russick and Rose on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Number one, uh, it's only us in the studio this week. So there's no bosses, interns rolling around. Not that I don't enjoy their company. Not that I know that they're not excited to be here, but it's just the core four are here um, this week on the big show. And you have a chance to win because they choked to death. You have a chance to win a $500 gift card from Charm Diamond Centers this week. That's a big deal. Valentine's Day is next week. Maybe you're short a little bit of cash. You can win a $500 gift card to Charm Diamond Centers this week on the big show. We're going to take a qualifier every day for the next five days, and we'll do the draw on Friday. So to get qualified to win the $500 gift card, this is what we're going to do. Mm. We're going to give you a question on the text line. If you're, if you're clever, if you're funny, if you call in at 730, you get a chance to qualify, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So here's today's question at on the text line, 960-960, name and location. We'll call at 730. We'll give you the numbers. You've missed the Flames more than you miss blank. You've missed the Calgary Flames more than you've missed blank. 960-960, name and location. You get clever. You get, you're a little funny. Yeah. Maybe you get sad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But out of the the calls we'll potentially take at 730 and the text at 960-960, name and location, we'll pick one lucky listener to qualify for the $500 gift card. So essentially, if you win today, if we pick you, 
you have a 20% chance of winning the $500 gift card. Wow. Those are damn good odds. That's really good like, odds. Like, when I lay it out that way, you're like, huh, that's pretty good. 20%. Where are you going to find those odds? To get a quick 500 Not the lottery, my friend. For just telling... Not the <laughs> casino, my friend. No. Nope. Certainly not. Nope. Not the old sports book. Nope. No, sir. But here, on the fan. Yeah, on the big show. Um, Do we think we bust out Texty McTexterson, Patrick? Yeah, all right. Yeah, we could do him. Okay. Yeah, we'll bring him out here. We'll see. He's stretching. Mm-hmm. He's lubed up. <laughs> Thank you. He's getting them. I, uh, well done. You didn't even say out. it that time, eh? Yeah. That was... Well done. That was a drop now. Good. Uh, um, good, good, good. So get him rolling in 960, 960, name and location. You've missed the Calgary Flames more than you've missed blank. Your chance to qualify for a $500 gift card to Charm Diamond Centers. Um, do, I'll read the thing here, too. Uh, don't get caught forgetting Valentine's Day this year. Maddie and me want to save the day for one lucky listener. Text or call into the show all week to join the conversation, and five lucky listeners will qualify for the draw to win a $500 gift card to Charm Diamond Centers. Just in time to spoil that special someone. 960, 960, <laughs> name and location. You've missed the Calgary Flames more than you've missed blank. Uh, lots on the Flames, some call-ups. We'll do that straight ahead. In Maddie's uh, Rose Report, just want to talk about the NHL All-Star Weekend. Oh, good. Now, um, again, let me, let me preface this by saying this. I don't really care about the All-Star game, nor do I really care about All-Star snubs or the game itself, because I know what it's about. It's for two things. It's the corporate schmooze that the NHL likes to put on for all their clients and whatever, right? And it's for kids. That's essentially what it is. And it's to give the players a break. Yeah. If you're not going so, to the festivities. Like, just the skills competition on Friday. And everybody was crapping on it on social media because it was super cringy at times. Even more cringy than our show. <laughs> so, I uh, I saw the one thing that really struck me, and I don't know what really caught you guys' attention, was the, quote, celebrity judges they had. I go, this is the best they could do? What was it? Two WWE guys, yeah. uh, Max from the Arkells, yeah, Victoria Azarenka for some reason, yeah, like, really, yeah, and they had uh, another guy. Oh my god, who they, I've never even heard of. It wasn't. It was. Just, it was. It was typical NHL. That's what. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. For some reason, Victoria Azarenka was there being a judge. Like, I have no idea why. Like Max the, Kerman, the Belarusian tennis player. Yeah, the American, former world number one. Americans have no idea who the hell the Arkells are. That's right. Street Profits, whatever. they The Tampa air, or the Florida area that's big in WWE, Street oh, Profits are all right. Are that's they, fine. though? Like, they're, give me... They're give, not a they're not a top tag team, but they get TV time and they okay. got fans. Okay, so for, for so our like, listeners... Have they ever held a title? Yes. Okay, hold they've on. been tag titles. Okay, for our tag listeners tag. who don't really follow wrestling like myself, give us the NHL equivalent of those two guys, star-wise. Mm, like an NHL star to the Street Profits. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. If uh, if uh, Triple H is your Sidney Crosby, sure. <laughs> like The Rock uh, is Connor McDavid. The, the this guy would probably this, this is like Kevin Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See exa- exactly my point. Yeah. But, but it, it was just a bad off. Let's, a typical NHL. They cannot get out of their own way with with these things. I watched the AHL skills comp last night, and it was like simple. And it was like this is actual. This is actual skills. They also yeah. took the glass off of the board so the fans could interact with the players, and I thought that was great. Like, uh, like 
it doesn't. Did they really? Where? Yeah. At, the the a- entire... at the AHL All the, Okay, game. I was going to say at the NHL one, they no. didn't do that. No, no, no. You need okay. a barrier between. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. You Especially need a barrier. It's in Florida, so it's a little different. Right. So uh, the judges made me laugh because I'm like, I have no idea who the majority. I know who Max. I know who the Arkells are. I know I know who Victoria Azarenka is. But I'm like, the average Canadian <laughs> hockey fan, like I would say in Western Canada, would not know who Victoria Azarenka. Is. It was like a- again. I don't want to cast aspersions. I don't want to make too many assumptions. But Victoria Azarenka, really? It a was judge? like it was a judge panel meant for our show. Okay, if it was you GD, had WWE listen. covering Patty Dumas, you had tennis covering George, and you had the Arkells okay. covering me. It right. was made for us, George. Okay, but if it was Jeannie Bouchard, okay, now we're talking. Serena Williams, sure, but but Bouchard's like worse than Azarenka. <laughs> okay, but Pat, maybe more like, of a celebrity. But a lot, yeah, a lot more people know who Jeannie Bouchard is than Victoria Azarenka. Maybe in Canada, yeah, yeah. Well, in probably in the United States too. So, yeah, it was, was uh, number one. super cringy and super awkward uh, like it usually is. But uh, the one thing that made me laugh the most was some environmentalists tweeted out that they have to make sure they retrieve the pucks from the ocean because, <laughs> because of the environmental damage that yeah. would do to the animals and sea life in the 100%, ocean. So yeah. be, and then there was always the, of course, be better NHL yeah, at be, the end of it. Yeah, that's... so. Uh, that's the worst thing that Florida's putting in the ocean. Yeah, I, uh, it was tough. Um, <laughs> the breakaway challenge thing, the golf thing was weird. And my favorite, well, one, again, there's so many favorites. Uh, Nick Suzuki won the year to Chipotle. There isn't a Chipotle in Montreal. Yeah. Here, so he can't even cash in on that thing. <laughs> I, like, uh, it's just the NHL can't help itself. Why not get I a ha- golf sponsor for something like that? They all love to golf. Yeah. 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 I had uh, a uh, I had a moment where I was getting ready. We went to the Wranglers game, so I didn't take in very much at all of the skills comp and uh, had it on in the background a little bit as I was getting ready. And I looked over at the TV, and they were just showing the rules for the breakaway challenge. And it was like three paragraphs of rules on the page. I was like, who's going to read this yeah. before your challenge? What is this? Way too complicated. Yeah. Dumb it down. And then, of course, you get the players all sorts of banged up after, and then you expect them to go out and like play defense in an all-star competition with par- perhaps the most aggressive hangover they've had all season long. Sweet. Like they've even killed the three-on-three thing now. <laughs> now they'll play. They don't even try. Like again, I know they're going like you know quarter speed out there, but was with people watching that go, wow, that was entertaining. <laughs> no, but like honestly. I remember the All-Star game back in the day. Okay, no. Back in like 90 when like Lemieux was at home in Pittsburgh. Mike Vernon was in net for the Campbell Conference way back when. All these goals getting scored. That's fine. I just felt like they just tried more back then. Like I wish Matthew Kachuk out there was just throwing his body on the three on three. <laughs> being all Matthew Kachuk. That would add a little more spice. Like because great. The Atlantic Division one. Wow. One and that's million the first bucks. time they've won. Yeah, great. And they for were them. barely trying. Like Ovechkin was trying. He was yelling at his guys, getting all pumped up. But when you watch that, we're like, oh wow. I didn't watch a lick of it, George. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I watched it and I I know what the effort yeah. level was. I'm surprised I watched. Well, because I'm lonely in my in my apartment, so that's why I watched it. I was so, at the Hitman game. I so, did not want to watch it. <laughs> so I did watch it. It's just it it was tough. And that's supposed to be a showcase for the NHL. 
And this is what we got, so just just roll with it. Here's my biggest question, and this is really all that it comes down to. If you were watching this with your kids, did they have fun? That's all that I care about. Like the, I and think if the they highlight, did, if they did, great. That's what I mean. That's and if what they it's didn't, for. whatever. The highlight of the whole weekend. Frankly, I enjoy the weekend of not watching sports. It's not bad to do every once in a while. Yeah, the highlight of the whole weekend um, was uh, the offside McDavid. review. Oh, sorry, you go. The McDavid four for four on the uh, targets, and everyone being like, "Wow, what skill!" Yeah, and uh, yeah, the offside review is the best that they actually had an offside review in the All Star game. Because that's what the NHL does. And I did watch Gary and Ron do the interview. Because mm. that's always the highlight. Little, uh, it wasn't as contentious as I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, that's too bad. But it's just, yeah, uh, Gary's not letting that job go anytime soon. He didn't say very much in his presser no. this year either. Yeah, but he's but he's smooth like that because he was a lawyer. Yeah, but sometimes there's something. Hey, it's going to Toronto. Don't miss that. Yeah. 2024. going to be electric. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, lots to do today. Um, you've missed the Flames more than you've missed blank. Your chance to qualify for a $500 gift card to Charm Diamond Centers. We're doing the draw on Friday. You give us the best text, 960-960, name and location. You've missed the Flames more than you missed blank, and we'll mix in some phone calls at 730. We'll qualify somebody. Then you got a 20% chance of winning a $500 gift card. That's pretty sweet. The Rose Report is straight ahead. Charles Davis, NFL on CBS. And later on in the show, I'm going to tell you about the softest man in the world. The softest man in the world. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Monday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the top of the hour. Our man NFL analyst Charles Davis for CBS Sports. Tee up Super Bowl 57 and your chance to qualify for a $500 gift card from Charm Diamond Centers. 960-960 name and location on the text line. I think we'll mix in some phone calls. Do we have anything to remind Charles of this week? He usually leaves us with a little homework. I don't I feel think like there so. was. I know we're something? so bad at that, but he always remembers because he's smart as a whip. Oh and you and I are about as sharp as a bag of wet hair. <laughs> you've darted. You've missed. <laughs> we should write some of this down. Yeah, you've missed the Calgary Flames more than you've missed blank. Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. If we pick your text or your phone call. You have a 20% chance of winning a $500 gift card on Friday. That's pretty good odds. I got an example. You want it? Sure. So I've missed the Flames about as much as I've missed when my favorite TV show is off season. Because when it's on season, life's good. Yeah. The episode comes every once in a while. It brings me joy. It you makes me happy. To every I look forward to something I look forward to something. But at the same time... I think a, a time away is also good mm. every once in a while to take a breath and maybe watch a different show, sure. think of a different hobby, just to you know diversify myself as a person a little bit. Mm. But I hope some of the answers are a little bit more you know, humorous. Keep them rolling in. 960, 960, name and location. It's time for the Rose Report, brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. 
They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Well, good morning, friends, and a very happy Monday. Hope you enjoyed the last quiet weekend in hockey because from here on out, it's going to be intense. Tonight, the Flames are one of the 12 teams to return to NHL ice. They visit Adam Fox and the New York Rangers. Despite the lack of action on the ice, we did see some movement around the league as well. We got details on the NHL story. Super Bowl 57s this week. Raptors had a couple of weekend games. Inclement weather at Pebble Beach. All that and some local notes. So let's get after it. Calgary back in action again tonight. Good person. Good teammate. Good competitor. So check, check, check. Technically, it's game two of a five-game road trip, but with the All-Star break, this does feel like a brand-new roadie. The final trip out to the Eastern Conference for the Flames. They'll make stops in New York, Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa before they return home. Of their 16 remaining home games, five of them will be against teams from the East. Calgary, quite solid before the break. They were 7-2-3 and three in their last 12 road games. A good record, but it certainly hasn't been easy. They were only plus 11 in their goal differential in those last 12 road games headed into the break. Jacob Pelche and Dennis Gilbert both recalled for this game tonight. Does that mean, uh-oh, um, we were supposed to see Tanev healthy by tonight? Again, we haven't got the official word yet, but Denny Jobert being called up. Doesn't that mean that uh, Tanev's probably not playing tonight? That is what I'm going to take as a read from but, that. But, but at the same time, maybe they're just giving them an extra day because the next time they play is Thursday in Detroit. That's the other thing, too, here. You know, th- they never said he would be back after the All-Star break. They said it was a silver lining that it was here, which to me always seemed like they were saying he's going to miss less games, not he's only going to miss two games. If that makes sense? Sure. Because you had the break, so you don't play as much, so he doesn't miss games. But maybe they still weren't expecting him to be back today. But it appears that he's going to be on the trip with the team. So, uh, well, I I just understood the comments that Sutter made uh, about the injury. Was, yeah, yeah, they'll they'll have the two games, and they'll be good to go, essentially, after the All-Star break. I think that's kind of paraphrasing, though. He said it was a silver lining that the break was now, but he never said... He'll be back after the break. Well, it does. it's still concerning that he's still not playing tonight in New York against the Rangers. Buffalo zone. Denny Gilbert. Denny Gilbert uh, perhaps drawing into the lineup. 5.30 started MSG. Flames talk with Steinberg will go at 2. Flames warm up at 4.30. Puck drop at 5.30. Five other games tonight. Only other Canadian team in action is the Canucks. They visit the Devils also at 5.30. Sixth meeting between brothers Jack and Quinn Hughes. The Devils have won four of the five last meetings in regulation. Jack has been much more productive as well. Four goals and seven points to just three apples for Quinn. In a game relative to the Flames' playoff race, the Wild head to the Mullet to battle the Coyotes. Plan B is, is just to keep on giving her. Uh, as well, we got the Ducks visiting the Stars at 6.30. 
The Battle of Florida goes at 5 o'clock. Hopefully the Lightning and Panthers will be less hungover than they looked during the All-Star break. And uh, Flyers and Islanders will go at 5 o'clock. It'll be Bo Horvat's first game as an Islander as well. They were on break during the trade, just like the Flames. The Islanders did sign Horvat to an extension prior to his first game as an Islander, as they'll take on the Flyers tonight. Uh, eight years, $8.5 million is the contract for Bo Horvat. Third largest extension ever signed by Lou Lamorello behind Matt Barzell, who signed for eight years at 9.15. And then, of course, the whopping 15-year deal he gave Ilya Kovalchuk, and we all know how that worked out after he signed it in 2010. So how does Lou Lamorello feel about this contract he gave to Bo Horvat. Well, all I can tell you is it's too long and it's too much money. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, I mean, you want the truth? (laughs) All right, I like the transparency. Too long and too much money. It's too long and it's too much money. Like, when you look at the Islanders, they're giving me a lot of Vancouver Canucks vibes from the Eastern Conference. I know a couple years ago they had that good run. You know, they took the Lightning all the way to Game 7 in the in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, no, sorry, in the Eastern Conference. Yep. Well, whatever conference it was when they had the, whatever it was, the year. Was amalgamated yeah. Well, they had that mixed. terrible Canadian division, which was a, it sounded like a good idea, but it was just Ooh. awful. Ugh. It was just, ugh. Yep. So I know they took the Lightning to seven games. Like, what, what are we doing here in the island? I, I guess Bo Horvat, fine, but eight years, great. It's Bo Horvat the missing piece on the island. Do they have any pieces coming up to say, hey, look at all these young prospects that we can mix in with guys like Barzell and Horvat and Anders Lee? Like, are we going to... That's what I mean. Like, they got they got one of the best goalies in the league in Sorokin. Which maybe is making this... Sure. Probably... Like, my, my point was going to be, like, with Sorokin, your team is probably showing better than it actually is. And as a result, you sure. make moves like this. Sure. But... Are the Islanders a playoff team? Mm-hmm. Are they even le- even close to being a legitimate Stanley Cup contender? No. Mm, no. No. Especially when you look at the rest of that conference. Like, come on now. Come yeah. on now. Uh, at least they're all, like, over age 30, except for Horvat and Barzell. So there's, there's that, if you're an Islanders fan. Uh, elsewhere, uh, the Capitals, with a couple of moves over the weekend, they've signed forward Dylan Strome. Five years, $5 million extension per season. Uh, that for the middle Strom brother, former third overall pick, traded to the Blackhawks, wasn't qualified as an RFA, signed a one-year deal in Washington, ends up with a five-year contract after that, so good for him. 11 goals and 36 points in 52 games this year. The Capitals also signed Sonny Milano to a three-year extension mm. worth just under $6 million, 1.9 per. Good for eight, that guy. Eight goals and 22 points in 40 games for Milano this season. Also good for, of course, he was here on a PTO with the Flames, but was then not signed. Uh, which was, of course, the number one talking point in this city for days and days on end. Yeah, I, I'm not even mad that he's, he signed in Washington and he has hey, uh, good for him. 22 points in 40 games. Outstanding. I don't think he would have been the, the missing piece here and things would have been hunky-dory if he had managed to uh, stick around. Uh, finally, uh, the Kraken also got a little bit of uh, business done yesterday, late last night. We have a trade to announce. Uh, they add some depth defense. Six foot two, Jacob Magna, fresh off his 100th career game, goes from San Jose to Seattle for a fourth rounder in 2023. Uh, All Star Weekend was largely a flop. Just quickly on this, Nazem Kadri did not win the accuracy shooting, Jeez. even even the one he participated in. 
Uh, Makachuk in the Atlantic won the All-Star game itself, so congrats on their million bucks. Alex Ovechkin's son, Sergei, was a big story over the course of the weekend. Did the breakaway with Sidney Crosby. Um, offside review during the three-on-three game. Yeah, yeah. That got a lot of people buzzing. Yeah. Can't wait for the next one in Toronto 2024. Right. Because right. there's no best-on-best best competition coming. And this so is another all-star this game. This will be just as good. It's Super Bowl week, George. Mm. The Chiefs and... Uh, oh, I wrote down the Bengals here in my... Morning haze. That's not true. That's sad. It's the Chiefs. Oh. The Chiefs and Bengals can't play in the Super Bowl. They're oh. both in the AFC, Maddie. I know, and they got a. It's the Chiefs and the Eagles in Arizona in Super Bowl Fifty Seven Sunday night. Um, I got a fun stat for you. The like Eagles. The Eagles are the fifth team in history to win the divisional and the conference championship game by twenty-one points. Previous four teams, all won the Super Bowl. Hmm. I would imagine what if some of those, well, no, it wouldn't be the Cowboys because they had those battles with the Niners. Do you have the four teams? Let me see if I no, it's okay. It here. It's all right. Uh, interesting stat about the Super Bowl: uh, this will be the youngest quarterback matchup in the history of the Super Bowl between two guys, just over fifty-one years. Never happened before in the Super Bowl. Last time it was this close was 1984 with Joe Montana and Dan Marino. There you go. Uh, they were combined 23 days older than what we're going to expect to see And it's tonight. the first matchup of two Sunday. black quarterbacks, which is also super cool. Love to see it. I'm really fired up for this because I usually sprinkle a whole bunch of money on it. Other NFL notes, Brian Schottenheimer hired as the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Tell me what you think about this, George. It's going to be a lot of run the football now in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard's like, yeah, let's go. He got really hurt, though, in that game. Like, really hurt? Yeah. Like, ACL or something like that? Yeah, yeah. against the... Um, when they mm. lost to the Niners. To the Niners? Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, Sean Neimer has a lengthy NFL resume, oh, yeah. but it's not necessarily a successful one. No. Uh, elsewhere, it was the Pro Bowl, and Miles Garrett may have dislocated his toe playing in it. That's about all you need to know about that. Also, it was the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am... Aaron Rodgers was not at the Pro Bowl because he was playing in this alongside Canadian Ben Silverman, and they won the amateur portion. So you love to see that for uh, the young Canadian in Silverman. So uh, big congrats to him and Aaron Rodgers. And apparently Aaron Rodgers uh, also joked about maybe joining the Raiders and his old pal Devontae Adams because, of course, we know Derek Carr's time in Vegas is probably uh, on a ticking timer here. This is what he had to say uh, after he was done his amateur round. I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. A lot of a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devonte misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great uh, you know great event for the fans to come out here and hopefully we can get back on the course. Hmm. There's that, nothing there. But. Well, that's. Again, uh, this is something we'll ask Charles about because I feel like if the Raiders do make this deal, they can maybe recoup some of those assets that they will do in a Derek Carr trade. Wouldn't be the worst thing. No. 
Uh, elsewhere, uh, the Raptors played twice over the course this weekend. Can you tell me about uh, both games in a matter of 24 seconds, Well, George? why don't I tell you about last night's game? Because it was a big win. Okay, well, the other game we'll just skip over then. Yesterday, sure. though. Um, Pascal Siakam scoring 19 points despite the fact that a ton of trade rumors are buzzing around Spicy P as the Raptors held off the Grizzlies at the Grindhouse. 106. What? 103. Yeah, that's what they call it. Great. Gross. Um, Raptors shot just 43.6% from the field, but ended up with another victory. And uh, OG Ananobi missed his fifth straight game with a... Oh, what's he got? Left wrist sprain. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, the next game is Wednesday. They return home from this road trip to uh, host the Spurs. Hmm. Also... Do they stay? Yes. That's too bad. Uh, also from the NBA, uh, had a trade. Okay, Kyrie Irving uh, traded to the Dallas Mavericks for Dorian Finney-Smith. Yep. Spencer Dinwiddie. Yep. A 2027 first-round pick, uh-huh. uh, as well as a second-round pick. <laughs> yeah. And 2029 first-round pick. Uh, there's there's certain things in life I like, and one of them is spite. And uh, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets uh, jo- is it Joseph Sy Patrick. Uh, Mike? Is that his name? No, it's not. It's not Mike Sy. That sounds That's wrong. Mike Sy. <laughs> You're talking about the Mavs owner, right? No, Mark, no, the oh, Nets owner. Oh, oh. Nets owner. Uh, no, Mark Cuban's the Mark owner Cuban. of the Mavs. Yeah, it's oh, Joseph Joey Sy. Joey Sy. Yeah, yeah, Joseph Sy. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently uh, he told his team, yeah, we can trade Kyrie Irving, but make sure it's not the Lakers because that's where he wants to go. Good. And I love it. Good. Yeah, yeah and I love it. And how's this going to work out in Dallas? Who knows? But Luka and Kyrie in the backcourt, one of the greatest backcourts you've ever seen in the history of the NBA, no question. But Dallas, really? You're bringing in that guy into your room, the anti-Semite? Like, ugh. Bad look for the Mavericks. And LeBron was like, maybe it's me that he (laughs) tweeted out last night. But God bless the NBA for always. Like, the NBA offseason and stuff, off the court is almost as interesting as the stuff on the court. 100%. Which, yeah. is, which is fantastic. And now there's a lot of Kevin Durant whispers that maybe he might get dealt. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. intriguing. And yeah. the Nets are fourth in the Eastern Conference. Yes. Oh, which is, but is I do like their amazing. starting five now. Yeah. If Durant plays. With Durant in and I, I, uh, Irving out. I like Spencer Dinwiddie going back there. Yep. I think this is a more solid move for the Nets. Less yep. noise around that organization for sure. And then who knows if they ever get something out of Ben Simmons. Yeah. Brick Simmons? Yeah. Uh, the trade deadline comes up on Thursday. Should yeah. be a fun week of action. Keep your uh, alerts on for Shams and Waz. Steph Curry, left leg injury. Uh, the Golden State Stars expect to miss multiple weeks with uh, that injury. Mm. That's too bad. ATT Pebble Beach Broam will be finished up today because weather was just like awful. Go quick cogitating Steinmetz and use an open-faced club. The sand wedge. Mm, open-faced club sandwich. On the pro side, uh, well, the weather was awful all weekend long, but Justin Rose, the two-stroke leader, uh, they have to finish up some action today. Top Canadian Taylor Pendrith, who actually did finish his rounds, 64 in round four, so he's 12 under par. He's probably not going to move up the ladder board or the leaderboard, but he's probably going to uh, walk home with a tidy little check. 
nevertheless. And then we mentioned that Aaron Rodgers won the amateur portion. Uh, locally, after falling to the Oilers affiliate, the Condors back on Thursday. It was a rematch Friday at the Saddledome. It was Star Wars night as well. I was rocking my R2-D2 sweater, feeling all good about myself. Um, great game, back and forth, rowdy. They got that six foot eight Adam Klapka. I've been to a handful of Wranglers games, and I feel like he gets in a fight in every single one. So that's been fun to see. Uh, kind of sad it was the last regular season meeting between these two teams because it was quite contentious. The game winner came real late in this one. He's not offside, and here's Matthew Phillips late. Phillips looking for the wraparound, sends it, and they score! Under five seconds to go, Walker Dewar, and the herd is on its feet. Calgary leads 2-1. Uh, friend of the station, Sandra Pacino, on the call for that is Walker Dewar scored with four seconds left. The Wranglers win two to one. They're one of the best teams in the AHL. Uh, took about 10 minutes to clear the ice as well because uh, both teams jawed back and forth. There were many instances where players had to be separated by referees because that's just uh, Battle of Alberta in the AHL vibes. Perhaps they will play in the playoffs. Where does Walker do a rank on the next players to get called back up to the big club? Is he number one? It depends on who you need, I think. If it's anybody in the bottom six, without okay, a doubt. Okay, well, obviously, like, if, if a blue liner gets hurt, that's the one. Yeah, but sure. I mean, like, the most likely, if, if all things are even, is it Walker Dewar? I would say probably. Um, now, granted, if there was a need for someone in like a top six role, I wonder if Matthew Phillips does get a call. He was at the All-Star festivities. Connor Zary, I still think, is a little ways away from getting his first look in the NHL, especially with this regime. But you see parts of Zary's game that says this guy has a chance to get to the next level. Let me give you and Patrick an over-under for the rest of the season. Okay. Matthew Phillips games for the Calgary Flames. One and a half over under the I'll rest take of the, the season. Over. Patrick? Yeah, I think he gets over. Interesting. I would have had a little bit more contention if it 32 was like... 32 games left. He's going to play at least three of those half. games. You really think so? Especially if they make a move at the deadline to add a top six forward. Where does he fit in the lineup then? I could still see it. You never know by the end of the season and they right. have to Injuries rest a guy. Yep. Injuries. Like, okay. I don't think it's going to be out of necessity. I don't think they're going to say, hey, we need some offense. Let's go get Matthew Phillips. But mm. I just think that over the course of the year, guys get banged up. And if you're just giving me one and a half games, I'll take the over. If you said three and a half, mm. I would have been, I would have hemmed and hawed about it a whole lot more. Okay. Elsewhere, uh, or I should just mention this as well, uh, the All-Star break is on right now. The All-Star game for the AHL goes tonight. Matt Phillips, Dustin Wolf, and uh, the head coach, Mitch Love, representing the herd there. Uh, next games for the Wranglers are coming up on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, down in San Jose. The Hitmen played a couple of games this weekend. First, the Every Child Matters game Saturday. Great performances all game long as the Calgary Hitmen and Siksika Health Services Continue to work to address stereotypes and racism by advancing inclusion in our communities through the promotion of indigenous culture, language, and history, and also promoting healthy lifestyles for all youth by highlighting the benefits of participation in sport and physical literacy. The Hitmen did end up losing this one 5-1. to one. They weren't very good in the game, but everything else was great. Then Sunday, the Hitmen allowed a late goal to the Moose Jaw Warriors. They lost 2-1 in regulation. Those are tough ones to drop. They go on a five-game road trip with games in Winnipeg Wednesday and Thursday. The Ice is the CHL's top team. 19 games left to go, and the Hitmen are currently in a playoff spot, but there's some teams right on their heels. 
finally, the Roughnecks beat the Thunderbirds out in Halifax. Calgary trailed for much of this game, but Dan Taylor scored in the final second, sent it to overtime. Second overtime game in as many weeks for Calgary. Quick face-off win for the Roughnecks in OT. Nine seconds later, Jeff Cornwall scored on a breakaway. Roughnecks win 12-11. They're now 4-3 on the season, 11 games to go in the regular season, and two of them coming up this weekend. Friday, they'll host the Rush of Saskatchewan. The Colorado Mammoth come to town Saturday night. And good night, and good luck to you, sir. Uh, great job, uh, Maddie. The Morning Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. All right, straight ahead, we'll tee up the Super Bowl with Charles Davis, NFL analyst, CBS Sports, and your chance to qualify for a $500 gift card from Charm Diamond Centers. You've missed the Flames more than you've missed blank. You've missed the Calgary Flames more than you miss blank. 960, 960, name and location. We'll mix in some phone calls at 730. And later on in the show, I'll tell you about the softest guy on planet Earth right now. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.